And what it's saying there is it's impossible for light and dark, Christian and non-Christian to carry that same weight together. So it's not just about a religious answer of don't date non-Christians. It's saying they probably physically, literally cannot help you carry that load because they don't have the same strength that you do. Your strength is in Christ, their strength is in themselves. Mark 10, 6 through 9. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Logos Talk. Welcome to the Logos Talk podcast. For sermons, daily devos, and more resources, visit logosbaptist.church. Welcome to our fourth episode. I'm your hostess, Izet. I'm Pastor Manny, and off camera we have... Hey, it's John, the audio producer for Logos Talk. Okay, so today's episode is a three-way topic. We will be talking about dating, marriage, and divorce. All right, so we're going to have a big topic there. Yes, I'd say it's one of the biggest ones. So, Pastor Manny, what would you say a relationship should look like so god created marriage in the beginning it says that he created the male and female he created marriage as a way of a man and a woman under covenant uh, under god to support each other to build each other up to help each other so we wouldn't be alone and i think um the model marriage uh reflects off of jesus and his church where the bible says that jesus uh self-sacrifices he puts the church first it says he loves her like a bride and I think if we emulate that and if we continue to show that kind of selfless affection where we're slow to anger, slow to speak, quick to forgive, I think that's a good base for a solid uh, relationship and solid marriage. And when looking at a relationship, would you say it's worth it to be in one with a non-Christian? So um, I think there's two ways you can look at it. If you're a Christian who's single looking to date, it's not ideal because, um, you know, you want to build a relationship with someone who believes the same things as you, who has the same foundation. Because once you get into the real issues of life, how are we going to raise our kids? What are we going to do on Sundays? Are we going to go to church or not? Are we going to watch football games? Um, that causes a lot of conflict. Um, but then the other side, if you, let's say it's two people who are not Christians, one of them gets saved. Uh, do they stay in the marriage? What do they do? Are they obligated to get divorced from the non-Christian? So I think um, every case is specific, but Ideally, what God would want is for two Christians to be in covenant relationship under him. And I would say that in today's generation, when they're going into a relationship, it's, it's mostly seen that it's a non-Christian and a Christian. And then I, I think, right, it brings a lot of heartbreak, a lot of pain that can all just be avoided if a Christian would look in the right way. Yeah, they call it missionary dating. Have you seen um, instances of missionary dating? No, I have not. You have not? No. Yeah, it happens a lot. Um, a lot more than we would like to admit sometimes. I've seen it in as uh, the youth pastor at one point. Um, high school kids, middle school kids dating people and saying, well, I think I can bring them to, to Jesus. So if I keep dating them, maybe they'll come to Jesus. It's kind of a hard place to be. Yeah. I, I, from what you explained, I wouldn't recommend it. So um, would you say there are more divorces outside or inside of Christianity? So the what's usually quoted is uh, a study that says that, no, that actually Christians and non-Christians have the same divorce rate of 50%, which is discouraging. If you're single, you want to think about getting married, and the world's telling you statistically, no matter who you are, you're going to 
get divorced 50% of the time. It's discouraging. Uh, but there's actually a study that was done a little more in depth, and we'll link it in the description. It, but it actually talks about this, how Christians who are actual Christians, who go to church every Sunday, who read the Bible together, who pray together, who are in a Christian community consistently, they actually live happier. They have a happier, more fulfilled marriage. They stay together longer than uh, non-Christians. So I would actually disagree with that idea of the divorce rate is 50% for everybody. And then in the previous episode, we mentioned how the Christian life isn't easier. In fact, it's harder. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say that making a relationship centered on Christ would definitely make it easier. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, my wife and I are the example, not the best example, not a even a good example, I don't think. But we just celebrated three years of marriage. Very happy about that. Um, actually, we've been together for 10 years. We dated uh, for seven years and... Um, Exactly seven years after uh, to the day of when we met is when I proposed to her at church. And we've built our relationship on a Christ foundation. I think it's really worth it because I know the kind of person I was before I was a Christian. I know the kind of person she was. We were both explosive, uh, prideful, and uh, I still struggle with that sometimes. But I know if we would have done things our own way, we would not be together today. You kind of got a little ahead of me there. My next question was, how would you say having a Christ-centered relationship has helped you in your marriage? It's helped us to know that um, she's not right, I'm not right. There's a third person here, right. and his name is Jesus, and he's always right. Um, so it really humbles us to know, hey, um, we're both wrong. Let's go to the one who can help us. Okay. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump to John, who's going to read a few questions we received via social media. Our first question here is, what do you think about dating a non-Christian? Okay, so we kind of discussed it, but uh, I would actually like to read a verse um, from the Bible so you know it's not just me. Uh, this is what it says in 2 Corinthians. It says, Do not be yoked together with those who do not believe. For what partnership is there between righteousness and, un and lawlessness or unrighteousness? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? In other words, what he's saying there, the language of yoked is uh, when there were animals, they would put this big piece of wood on their back and they would both carry it uh, along the fields to work together. And what it's saying there is it's impossible for light and dark, Christian and non-Christian, to carry that same weight together. So it's not just about a religious answer of don't date non-Christians. It's saying they probably physically, literally cannot help you carry that load because they don't have the same strength that you do. Your strength is in Christ. Their strength is in themselves. Right. It's like two different worlds coming together, but sometimes they just don't mesh. Yeah, I mean, it's like the vegan marrying the Texan barbecue uh, cook. It just doesn't match. No one's going to be happy. Okay, our following question here is, is divorce a sin? Um, I would actually like to speak a little bit about that. Um, I come from a house of separation, of divorce. Um, it's so prevalent here in Brownsville. Um, have you noticed that here in Brownsville? Yes, because I'm part of one too. Okay, we come from broken homes. So for us to just give an answer, blanket statement, um, it wouldn't do it justice. But this is what Jesus says. He says, what God has joined together, don't let man separate. And the point of marriage was to be for a lifetime, man, woman, for a lifetime. The Bible does, however, give um, a good reason for why divorce could be allowed. Not that God wills it, but he allows it. And those two are uh, unfaithfulness or adultery and abandonment. Um, he talks about if someone breaks the covenant, then the covenant is not in effect anymore legally the person could be separated from their spouse also abandonment he's he tells uh, christians in corinthians if you are not a christian you're married to a not not a christian then you get saved and they don't and if they want to stay with you stay 
But if they choose to leave you and abandon you, God does not hold you in sin by allowing them to leave. He allows you to um, start over your life. What does practical Christian dating look like? Okay, so some tips, I guess, for singles, Christians trying to date. Right. Um, I would say go on dates, but don't consider that uh, dating in the sense of just because you go on a date with someone doesn't mean already you're their girlfriend or boyfriend. You're not automatically bound to them. You can go on a date, go out to dinner, go to a movie. Um, I do recommend this as well. Uh, try not to go out alone if you're younger. Go out in groups. Um, go out to a place where you can actually talk, like not the movies, because then you can't even talk and you want to get to know the person. What are some questions you would ask um, of someone that you're interested in? Oh, that's a tough one. There's a lot of questions you could ask. Um, well, I think for me, at least, it's important for them to have goals. So I'd ask them, like, oh, what do you want in the future? What are you looking for in, like, a spouse eventually? Because from my perspective, I'm not dating a boyfriend. I'm dating a husband. Because I want him to be my husband, not my boyfriend, right? So I'd be like, "What are you looking for in the future? In a spouse? Do you want kids? Where do you want to live? Things like that." Just because I feel like it's really important to know them, like right off the bat. Yeah, and for maybe um, guys who are around my age and they're still single looking to date, uh, don't overlook single moms, uh, moms who have a pre-started family. Get to know them, um, you know, see what they're like, see if they love Jesus and see how you can come alongside and maybe be a blessing to them. Right. How can married couples keep the relationship alive? <laughs> Once you've been married for three years, you want to go ahead and answer this one? I would say go out on a lot of dates. Uh, just because you're married doesn't mean you're not dating, but we're dating our spouse now. Uh, make it fun. Go out on a date. If Friday works, pick Friday as date night. Or for, in our case, it had to be Monday nights. So that's our date night. Um have a lot of inside jokes, learn to laugh about things, learn to let things go. Uh, the Bible says don't go to sleep angry. Um, I would say just have a lot of fun because you're married to your best friend and it should always be that way. I've noticed that you guys adopted a dog and you got like even closer because of Miss Sandy. So shout out to Sandy. <laughs> yeah, Sandy's our dog. Uh, she's a <laughs> chihuahua weenie mix. And uh, that really... Helped us to be a little more selfless because now we have something to take care of um, right. in our house. The last question we have here is, is it possible for people to fall out of love? Hmm. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, when people say they fell out of love, it's not like you fall out of bed. It's like uh, you just fall out of selflessness. You fall out of repentance and you fall out of uh, seeking out the other person. Have you seen examples of uh, people falling out of love? In the media and right. Um, well, recently there's Miss Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West, who I think she filed for divorce, and now they're kind of just going through that. Yeah, it's hard because um, that can be thrown around as an excuse. Well, we just fell out of love. Um, biblically, I just don't see it. God never falls out of love with us. He chooses to love us continually. Okay, now I feel like that's a good ending to our episode. So thank you, John. Thank you, Pastor Manny. And thank you for tuning into the Logos Talk podcast. And if you have any questions, go ahead and send them to us uh, in our social media channels. See you on the next one. The Logos Talk podcast is a ministry of Logos Baptist Church. Our audio director is John Sanchez. Our technical director is Haley De La Fuente.